So Vladimir Putin is imprisoned. He's imprisoned by the same prison that every dictator has, surrounded by sycophants who never tell him anything other than what he wants to hear. But on a larger sense, he's imprisoned by his own philosophy that comes with Russia, the philosophy of being an outsider, the philosophy of being inferior, the philosophy of being laughed at, the philosophy of being humiliated, the pride that the Russian people feel, the anger and the resentment that they feel when Russia is diminished for whatever reason, the sense of ownership that white Russia, that, that Rus, the center, the Russian Federation, that sense of ownership that Russia has over Belarus, Ukraine, and to a fair degree, Eastern Poland and the Baltic states and the stands all across the southern border. Sense of ownership. This is ours. These are our people. They never were their people. But if you grew up in a communist society that told you that they were, how would you know that? Vladimir Putin launched this invasion because he is imprisoned in his own mind, imprisoned by his own preconceptions and misconceptions, imprisoned by the fact that his worldview essentially does not connect to modern reality in any way, shape, or form. And whatever happens in Ukraine, the people who are going to suffer are going to be the Ukrainians who will never, ever, ever sit still for this assumption on the part of Vladimir Putin. And also, the suffering will be paid by the Russian people because Vladimir Putin essentially owns Russia. He owns all of the oil and gas revenues. And when these sanctions start to bite, and they're biting already, it's not going to affect his standard of living, and it's not going to affect the standard of living of the people on the far end of that table who ostensibly give him advice. It's going to affect people like my mother-in-law and my stepdaughter. It's going to affect their abilities to forget open a business. They can't travel. They won't be able to exchange money. They're going to lose businesses. They're going to have trouble with food and all the rest of it. All of it to keep this KGB man ensconced in his prison, looking out on a glorious future that doesn't exist anywhere except in the prison of his own mind. Unlike Stalin or Khrushchev or Brezhnev or any of the others, Vladimir Putin doesn't have a functioning communist party, an ideological base that at least has the fig leaf of political ideology to cover its rapaciousness. That doesn't exist anymore. The only thing that exists is the actual connections, the actual money flow. And now, in the wake of the catastrophe in the Ukraine, which he absolutely believed would be a two- or three-day affair, and furthermore, which he sold to his cronies that basically make up his government as a two- or three-day affair, increasing Russian prestige, increasing Russian access to resources, which would then flow to him and through him down to his upper levels of cronies, who would flow it down to their next levels of cronies, and all the rest, the entire system. The move into the Ukraine was designed to increase the cash flow, and he was convinced that after two or three days, this would be over, and the West would yell and scream and huff and puff and write strongly worded letters, and after a year or two, it would blow over, as it always has, and he would be even wealthier. And at the same time as that criminal motive 
there also existed the ideological motive of the KGB man, the ideological motive of the man who thought and continues to think to this day that Ukraine is not a sovereign country. It's a, it, it's a republic that belongs to the Soviet Union, that these are Russian-speaking people who have, been, who have been invaded by the West ideologically and turned against Mother Russia, their brothers and sisters. He sees this as a defensive maneuver against Western aggression. That's how he looks at it as a KGB guy, as a kleptocrat. It's just another spigot of money for him. But if his entire power structure is predicated on pushing money out to the hundreds of people who actually run Russia, then these sanctions are not just sanctions because sanctions hurt poor people. Sanctions hurt regular citizens. Sanctions close small businesses. Sanctions cause the price of food to, to rise. It's not a problem for you if you have $60 billion in personal assets and all of the people who are making these decisions to annex these territories, still have their $900 million yachts and all the rest that that entails, that's not a problem for them then. But now, now, those yachts have been impounded. Those funds have been frozen. All of the money that runs this system has been cut off. And Vladimir Putin's sole power base now is not only not getting the money that they thought they were going to get. They're not getting any money at all. And even more impressive is the fact that the money that they did get is essentially gone.